Hey, it's the SBP podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. You're listening to episode 146, and I am your host, Susie Botello. Huh, I just realized that June 19th in numbers is 619, which is the area code for San Diego. But you know what? Why why I'm even bringing this up is because June 19th is when we opened the submissions for all the contests and all the competitions for the 2024 13th edition of the International Mobile Film Festival. And please stay tuned. We're making a change to the feature film contest uh, competition. Uh, We're upping the game a bit, but by doing that, it's actually going to be better for the filmmakers who submit their feature films. Uh, You'll have to just stay tuned for that. I'm sure that I will bring it up again here, but either way and or if not, uh, you can go to the film festival website and get all the details uh, as soon as we uh, are ready to publish those. For sure, they will be published uh, at least at the latest on the day that we open submissions, which is usually at midnight, basically, on June 19th, 619, the area code for San Diego. I'm feeling a bit goofy tonight. Our guests for this episode, uh, they were in our film festival. Um, They submitted a short film, Me Versus Me. Their names are Monique Gall and Rome Gall. And um, I can't wait to share them with you. So uh, let me go back for one second and tell you to go to our website to see what's going to happen with the feature films and to see all the competitions and all the details, the rules, the categories, the criteria. By the way, did you know that 10% of the total footage of your film for any competition or contest can be shot with a drone? Any, any camera on a drone, uh, I'm sure you're not going to put your Ari up there on a drone, but hey, you know, <laughs> it's 2023, anything can happen, right? Um, no, but in all seriousness, you can use a different camera for aerial footage shot with a drone, but it can only be a total maximum of 10% of the total length of your film. And that includes the credits and, and things like that. So um, anyways, uh, the website is internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. And just go there, go to the tab and check out rules and you'll get all the details there. All right. Are you guys ready to, you know, have a nice conversation and discussion with our guests, Monique and Rome, because I am. So, you know what? Let's go. Got a little treat for you. I wanted to give a big shout out to Ryan Camp for what's coming up right now. The red carpet is in your pocket. 
The International Mobile Film Festival was a fantastic experience for me. The team was very supportive and they offered clear feedback and communication through the entire process. If you're making movies with your smartphone camera, then we want to see them at the International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego, California. Get all the details at internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. Mobile Film Festival.com. Now I can walk the red carpet with what's in my pocket. All right, here we are with Monique and Rome. Hey, guys. Hey. Yay. Hey. 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 How you doing? Oh, my God. It's been like a whole month. <laughs> it's been too long. It's, I know it's gotcha. been forever and really, and it's only been a month, but it's been a long month. <laughs> it's been a long month. <laughs> yes. You know why? Because we had so much fun. We had such a great time. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And I I hear you guys are still talking about the festival. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's what's funny is after we left the festival, I've been like going back and forth with um, Chelsea um, on IG, Levi, you know, we'll um, do some, you know, IG messaging DMs and stuff like that, which is fun. And and um, I'm, I stay looking at the pictures every day. <laughs> I'm always looking at the pictures like, oh, this is so much fun. Um, I really highly enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was wonderful. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. A great experience. Well, you guys helped to make that experience really well. I mean, quite honestly, it was such, I wouldn't say a group effort <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it was completely effortless. But um, I think that the vibe and the energy in the film festival this year, um, I, I I really believe that it topped any other year, and it should. I mean, we hit that. We went around yeah. the clock. Yes. It's like it's the twelfth one, yes. right? Yeah, wow. it should. Wow, I mean, yes. Uh, walking in, and just everyone. Even when we got there, when we parked, we got there. <laughs> just you being outside, your energy, your presence that big hug I gave you and you gave yeah. me back. <laughs> um, and, and walking in and meeting all the filmmakers, I think everyone's presence and energy was just welcoming. It was very warm, welcoming. And, and it's like, we knew each other before. It just felt, it's felt like family getting back together type thing. Huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it did. It felt like family getting back together and we just came, we're like, Oh, come on, let's, let's sit down and watch some films together. Yeah. So it felt, it felt really great. And, um, and one thing I loved, also was the breaks where we had lunch and and I got to sit with um, I, I sat with Jasper. We got to talk it out and just talk about filmmaking and like we knew each other for some time. Yeah. So it just felt really, really good. It felt really great. Yeah, I'm still buzzing from it, quite honestly, because, <laughs> you know, the other thing, too, outside of Levi, right, who was yes. there the year before. Um, yes. You know, I hadn't met anybody like before in person and none of you guys had met each other as well. So it was really cool. And I think um, even though you weren't there for the for the kickoff the night before, you just know right in just I mean, even though, yeah, that would have been great, but you slipped right in and felt so welcomed and you welcomed everybody the, the entire space. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think also it's from leading up to it where you were posting and we were we get to uh, comment on each other's, um, 
you know, post. And um, Chelsea, she actually uh, contacted me on um, one of the comments and said she can't wait to see our film. And and that was that was really nice. You know, we had we didn't even get to San Diego yet. And so when I got there, it was so great to meet her and and her team. And um, so it just felt really welcoming. I just think when you first get there and the introduction, it just makes you feel like you're a part of the group yeah. you don't feel like an outcast yeah it just it's like felt hey really, you're really home <laughs> i know it did it did and you guys did. drove from la to san diego <laughs> on saturday then you drove back yes. then you drove back yes. again <laughs> on sunday oh my god yes yes we have a a, a pet oh <laughs> so we have a pet and we're we're really uh really funny about having people watch him right now so um so we were saying you know let's yeah just do a round trip let's do a round trip yeah to make sure oh man i I remember doing that too myself uh with my parents and stuff like my parents would go to la almost every single weekend yeah oh really because there were um they performed there uh they were doing flamenco shows and things like that and they would go back and forth there um almost every weekend i mean i swear (laughs) wow and it's like you know it's really now it's a little it depends you know especially on the weekends there's more traffic yeah Yeah. traffic uh yeah well for us which which was amazing was that going back and forth the traffic was amazing it was it was fluid it was it was very what it took us about an hour and probably like 45 minutes each way (laughs) we got there really fast wow well now that we know that we'll have to yeah i know you'll have to come back (laughs) 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 Uh, i know a lot of a lot of the people there were are definitely planning on coming back and i want to talk about some of the projects that that you're going to be working on to make sure that you come back but even yes. if you don't, you know, you're coming back. Right. So yes. um, <laughs> we're getting the family together again next year. Um, oh, yes. I, I want to share with uh, um, I think we should <laughs> now at least introduce you a little more formally <laughs> with the, uh, for our listeners. Guys, this is uh, Monique and Rome that you're listening to. Um, and one of the cool things about, uh, Monique is that, uh, Monique, you were born in New York, right? In Brooklyn. Yes, in Brooklyn. Uh, yes. that's, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. 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 That's, that's like right <laughs> in the heart of it. That's in the heart of Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. By, um, I lived in Evansfield, Brooklyn. Um, that's where the Dodge, is it the Dodgers? They mm-hmm. used to play there back back yeah. in the days and then they built oh. uh these condos up on on it <laughs> on the on the yeah. field and uh so i grew up i was born in uh crown heights brooklyn and then we moved to canarsie brooklyn where i um went to high school junior high school yeah, yeah. i wouldn't have mm-hmm. guessed really yeah, because you know the the brooklyn accent you know the new york you know the yeah i mean it's there i can put it on <laughs> i think because maybe because my parents are west indian so they were very much speak proper monique oh. you know but um my, especially my mom but uh but no no i i i can bring you the, can bring it I on bring the, i can bring the new york i can bring the new york out for you if you want you want the new Yo, york nice. i can bring the new york for you <laughs> I do. I've always tripped out on accents because I got one, too. You know, my Spanish one comes out once in a while as well. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But you so you were born there and then you went and you lived in Panama. Yes, I lived in Panama City on my dad's side of the family. um, Rio Bajo. (laughs) 
that's the, that's the city, um, Rio Bajo. And, um, I stayed with my, um, at this time, my grandmother, uh, was living out there with my aunts, my cousins. And so, uh, we stayed, I stayed out there till about four years old. And then we moved, we all moved back <laughs> together to New York. <laughs> and, um, when I got to America, um, I'm meeting my mom really for the first time. And so that was like an issue. <laughs> so they had to kind of like, I had to slowly get to know my mom again. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was great. I loved it. And every, every summer as I, um, was saying earlier that, um, every summer I was going to Panama, you know, after school and, um, when school was out and then we would come back once the summer was out and go back to school in New York. But, um, but yeah, so that was my experience. <laughs> so I love you, it. You I would really... go to Panama and have fun and then you'd come back here and dig in with studying, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then the schooling. Yeah. Then, then my mom is like, okay, now time for school. Yeah. <laughs> Get the maze. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. And, yeah. and then mm-hmm. after the, and then you were a dancer. Now I've seen this in your, in your Instagram stories and stuff like that. You were a professional yeah. dancer. <laughs> Which yes. I commend you for because I am not. I have not been given that <laughs> gift of dancing. <laughs> I saw myself dance once and I said, no, I'm never moving again in that way. <laughs> uh, but you did you yeah. did award shows like, you know, the yeah. Grammys, the, the MTV Video Awards and yes. BET Awards. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I, well, my dance career, of course, started when I, um, of course, moved back to America and um, I would go with my sister to dance school and um, her, me and my sister, we don't have the same dad, but he was, he adopted me like he, I was his daughter and I would always go with them. And um, he just asked me one day, do I want to take class? And I said, yes, I want to take class. And um, I started uh, in jazz class and, and tap. That was my um, training. And then I just knew how to do hip hop. It was just it was just something that was just second nature. And um, plus, my family is a really uh, a, a dancing family. So uh, my dad is loves to dance. And so uh, from there, I in in the neighborhood and like in Brooklyn, that's, you, you know, kids will come together and we'll just be like, hey, my name is this Monique. You want to dance? You know, and so nice. let's make up a routine. And so um, I made friends with some of the girls in the neighborhood and we came together and, and put some dance routines together. And so we would um, do some talent shows. And um, and then from there, uh, we won a lot of like first place talent shows, you know, uh, awards and things like that. So so I started to feel like, OK, this is something I want to do. I really, really want to do this. And um, then I got the opportunity to audition for a reggae artist. His name was Little Vicious. Um he was a Brooklyn artist and he was uh, opening for Immature and I think Immature, I think I think for Usher as well. This wow. is when everyone was com- first coming out. And we were I was 15 at the <laughs> time and I was still in high. I was in high school. And uh, of course, I begged my mom, can I can I tour? And it would be on the weekends. Uh. So um, I auditioned and uh, got the job and would go on tour on the weekends after school and then I just I, I just caught the bug. I was like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. And I was able to um, on weekends find out, like make friends with other dancers in the um, industry. Um, and they would tell me about auditions in the city in Manhattan. And um, I would just audition for a lot of artists uh, for music videos. And um, I would just be getting picked, you know, and it was amazing. I, I got to 
uh, danced for Luther Vandross, one of his um, music videos before he he passed on, and um, uh, uh, Will Smith. Will Smith, I danced with for about uh, two years, wow. or th- probably more actually. Um, for sometimes we we did, um, I did getting jiggy with it, and <laughs> you know the whole Wild Wild West, the whole era of yeah. that, and and I got to tour with him. We toured Europe, and I did the Grammy Awards with him as well. And um, I worked with Fatima Robinson. She's a, a well-renowned choreographer, and she just took me under her wing. And um, and I was able to dance for also the Backstreet Boys. And this is just that era, right. the Backstreet Boys, um, Gwen Stefani, just a lot of different artists. So, um, yeah, it's just been a, a real true blessing wow. yeah, to be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you were you were around the greats. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be around a lot of celebrity and um, and just bring my energy, you know, be that backup dancer to bring the energy to give the show some some pizzazz, you know, with the rest of the dancers. And um, and it was just I I, I mean, I I still love it. I think that's probably why I am a martial artist now, because I love movement. Movement has always been my first love. And um, yeah, I got to I got to really dance with some really really amazing people. I think I think it comes in handy too, um, in core, you know, in a way choreographing uh, performances, mm-hmm. like you know the 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 combat training that you had and things like that. I'm I'm sure all yes. of that kind of tied in together, right? Yeah, it did. It did. When I um I started um, American Kempo Karate and um uh, we would learn techniques and. It was easy to to you know grasp the techniques because of um, learning choreography. So it, I would always remember it, and I would always kind of graft every technique together so I can remember. Like I would do a dance with like a dance routine, and um, but the only thing was it was just just getting the technique correctly and knowing the anatomy of the body. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just a little bit different. Okay, what to attack? You know, that type of thing. But. Um, but definitely my dance, my dance uh, background definitely helped me tremendously with uh, martial arts. Which uh, also yeah. helped you in getting cast in in a bunch of. Yeah. Because uh, let me see. So you were training at the Performing Arts Conservatory in California and in yeah. New York. Yes. Yes. I um, I studied with um, Gloria Gifford Conservatory out here in California. So when I moved to um, I moved from New York to California when I was about 19. And um, I moved with my uncle, who's on my dad's side of the family. And they just took me in, took me under their wing as well, and um, showed me around, you know, LA. And um, my dance career was actually still moving forward at that time. So I would use that to save up my money so I can get myself into school. Because I knew I wanted to move to California for acting. Not for right. dance, but my dance career ended up like, you know, making me some money. And um, and once I got the um, amount of money that I needed, I um, I put myself in a conservatory and got to just learn the craft. And that's one thing about me. I always want to learn the craft. I always want to. I love learning. And because um, I didn't want to just get on set and, and wing it. Yeah. You know, I want to really go through the training. And this training was like a Juilliard training where we had to know every playwright. <laughs> we had to watch all the greats, like the Godfathers and um, Chinatown, you know, just all those Kramer versus Kramer, um, uh, the Eyes of Laura Mars, you, uh, Laura, yeah. Yeah, all these and films so, that um, got, you know, the, the, the big classics. awards yeah. and everything too. Yes. For a reason. We definitely, 
for a reason. Yes, amazing. And just to watch that, those type of actors and their brilliancy, if that's a word. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, like Dustin it Hoffman just, and Meryl Streep. Yes, and, Dustin. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yes, yes. And so I, I we ingested that and um, I did a lot of plays and um, theater. Yeah, that's what I was so going to really ask you about. Theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very theater yeah. based, very theater based. And she also worked on my, as you were saying, the Brooklyn accent. She also worked on my accent because I had a very strong New York accent. <laughs> and she, um, yeah, she was like, you have to kind of neutralize it a little because every role isn't going to be Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Every role is not going to be Brooklyn. So you might have to play a lawyer. You don't want to be, a, you know, in, from California. Yeah. So, so she helped me with that in, in the school, in the class. And um and yeah, so I got I got the training and I was in that for about uh, I trained for a good, I think, five years with with um, the conservatory. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was hardcore. Yeah. You, well, you were just <laughs> mentioning, you know, uh, when you were talking about the accent, it was reminding me mm-hmm. in uh, in my media uh, classes in college about, um, you know, in media announcing. And they said, you know, if you have any kind of an accent you got to get rid of it because the goal yes. was to sound like you're from the mid uh, in the United States. Right. The Midwestern type accent, which yes. is basically none is basically very generic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So nothing mm-hmm. stands out. But you were also talking yeah. about law of playing a lawyer. And then I was noticing that you've been so you were casting feature films, but you were also cast yes. in a bunch of like primetime TV shows. Procedurals. Yeah. And it's funny because with acting, I, f- I felt it chose the roles chose me mm-hmm. in in it, it was like um, I because I, I, I've I've worked on so many procedurals, so many procedurals, but they choose me there. I will audition for so many other um, TV shows, but these cop shows or lawyer shows or just type of shows. Um, I remember my first audition. So I, I got this my first TV credit in my first year of the conservatory, which was kind of like big because no one really does that. <laughs> and um, but the the funny thing was, it was just my hunger. You know, I just knew my intentions. I just knew I said, I'm going to get something. I'm going to the opportunity will come. And um, I got my first agent through a showcase through the class. And um, and so he started to send me out. And I finally got an audition for the district, which was um, led by Craig T. Nelson. And um, the director was Oz Scott. And um, when I came, when I went in for the audition, actually, my agent called me, was like, hey, Monique, we got an audition for you for the district. I was like, yeah, they were like, it's it's, it's in two hours. You got to go now. (laughs) I said, oh, my gosh, I have to learn. We have to learn the dialogue. They were like, you can learn it on your way there. So um, I when I got there, I read with the um, casting director, Karen Ray. I remember Karen Ray. And she um, I was reading with her. And she was like, wait, 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 where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Brooklyn. She's like, well, give me Brooklyn. Give me Brooklyn. I need to see nice. Brooklyn, you know. And yeah. And then she was just like, um, when did you get this material? I said, I just got it. She was like, OK, step out, learn your dialogue and come back in and give it to me. So I when I came back, I just I don't know if I was my technique was there, but I just when I just gave her everything and she was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give you a call back today. Can you come back in an hour? And this is a time where, um, the producers, you had to read with the producers, you know, um, back in 2000, like you, you couldn't, they, now they'll, they can cast you without meeting the producers. But before, when I was uh, first starting, you had to meet with the producers and so, and the director. And so they came, um, I came back and they were there 
And so before I went in, she was like, okay, give me Brooklyn, give me Brooklyn. You know, she was just pumping me up. So I went in and I just went, nah, you know, I gave them my everything. And literally when I walked out the room, I booked a job. Nice. Yes, I booked a job and it was my first TV, you know, uh, opportunity. And my scene was with Craig T. Nelson. And I was playing, uh, of course, a street girl from, from you know, Washington, D.C., uh, which I knew best, you know, about, you know, not well, not from Washington, but being from right. Brooklyn. And um, and so I gave my 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 all with that. And, and I just that was just such a, a blessing, because once that open door happened, I was able to book other jobs. You left the door open. You yes. put that little mm-hmm. slip in the door, said you're not shutting on me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And you've also you you work you work on SWAT. Uh, more yes, recent? Uh, yes, that's my recent. I, I shot SWAT in December. And I've auditioned for SWAT. This is for every actor out there that um, don't give up. Let's just <laughs> say that. Uh, so SWAT is in their sixth season. They're going to their seventh. I, uh, I started auditioning for SWAT in their first season. And uh, I would go in, my agent at the time, um, she was, I mean, I, I would go in almost every other week for SWAT for a role and I would never get I just it just wouldn't hit and then um the season would end and it would be the second season I'll go in again third season nothing fourth season fifth season was during the the heart of the pandemic Uh and um I got a role and they ended up um pinning me for that role and this was a really fun one because I was like oh I get to run and and get on a boat and you know um you know the bad guys are chasing me and I was like yeah this is it this is my action role because I believe for an action role yes (laughs) you know and um I was pinned and it was up between me and another female and the other female ended up getting it but the producers um told my agent they were like uh we love her so much we're gonna find something for her so I was like, okay, great. And then the fifth season ended. And I was like, they didn't find anything for me, you know. And so then the sixth season happened and I auditioned for, I think, a couple episodes. And then this one came up and um, I just, this one felt right to me personally in my, in like my spirit, my soul. It just felt right. And um, I put myself on tape and I literally booked the job, I think, a couple of days later. Um, I, they just booked me. They, I didn't even have a call back or anything like that. They just booked me on that one. And, and I got to work with, um, some, uh, Oh, this is a good, this is another thing. Um, so the district and, and the SWAT and SWAT was directed by the same director. So I got to work with Oscott again for SWAT recently, which I haven't worked with him since 2000 when I did the district. So it's been, yeah. So it was like 23 years and I was like, Oh, and he looks the same. (laughs) And I was like, Oz, you don't remember me, you know. So it was fun. It was fun to see him again and be directed by him again, and um, and work with Jay Harrington, which is one of my favorite slots. I don't know if you watch what. Well, because <laughs> I don't have cable TV, but I just caught it. I think oh. it was like on Amazon or something, right? Yeah. yeah so yes, I started. Yes. I started watching it, but of course, you know, right now, um, and I'm looking for you. I'm yeah, looking for you yes. because, you know, I got to see you. I mean, I know you. Yes. This is the way this is the way that I'm I'm going to watch SWAT is because, you know, Monique is there. This is a good little segue to talk about poor little Rome over there who's just patiently <laughs> well, sitting there. He's, He's patiently yes. awaiting. <laughs> so at what point, Rome, uh, give us a little bit about, you know, your history and how you and Monique met. Oh, that's going back. No. Uh, 
history, how we met. We met actually in New York, uh, as you know, uh, Monique is from Brooklyn, and so am I. Uh, We actually met in, uh, which is funny that uh, when we look at it as a whole, it's like so many ways we could have missed each other, but we didn't, obviously. But we met in our church home in New York, and I felt like that was the station (laughs) where uh, God uh, set us up to meet because there was so much going on. And so many mm-hmm. other things we could have done, also, or could have so many places we could have been yeah. uh, that we would have definitely uh, not met. But we met in our church home, and uh, obviously both the artists. And it's funny because uh, Monique already had planned to go to LA. That was oh, that, that's where I would have probably almost missed her. She's been. Uh, wanting to go back to Cali, going going back back to Cali ever since she left it and, and came back to New York. So I caught her right in time, uh, and I uh, obviously as an artist knew I'd be up uh, end up out here. So we uh, did that voyage, that trip, uh, that a little adventure I call it together, and, and came on out here. But yeah, we met in New York uh, over ten years, over a decade ago, um, and been uh, flying high ever since. And you said you were an artist? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So me, uh, I'm obviously film, television, but my main thing is comedy. So I was doing uh, doing a lot of uh, shows. I mean, still do. Uh, not as much with everything's going on, but yeah. So I was more on the stage performing and I do a lot of uh, commercial work as well, but yeah. Nice. So you guys get to share some great stories. Uh battle battle wounds or whatever they call them <laughs> oh yeah oh absolutely yes. oh yeah uh, it's a lot of that you, you, uh, he's my therapist <laughs> <laughs> call each other. i'm sure that call goes both other. ways right Rome? yes yes, yes. Yep, call it it is. Stage, stage wife and stage, stage husband, husband. Yep. oh nice <laughs> we do yeah and he's my reader i'm his reader yeah, for just, uh, especially during the pandemic when um yeah you know we had to put ourselves on tapes for everything so we were each other's reader, yeah. and um, it's it's actually really great to have a partner who is in the industry that can give you notes, you know. And um, we both, both of us, yeah. go back back and forth. Yeah, because it's and, hard to memorize uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, which is funny. I in the beginning it was really hard for me, but now I it I just it just like it it comes really fast. It just is it comes. I digest it really easy now. Um, and I don't know if it's because of the training, but um, but I digest it, it really. So yeah, you do it so for so long. It's yeah, just it like kind of become second nature. And I think also if you do your homework, you know, if you're really researching um, the character and and really digging in on in yourself, I think uh, for me the dialogue comes really easy. Yeah, I guess they kind of do play well together in that way. I used to take drama classes because we moved a lot, and yeah. um, one of the best ways to meet new people was to you know slip into the drama class when you're new Mm. in school um and um i always had such a hard i could do improvisation but when it came to memorizing lines i was horrible just horrible at it but what you're talking about is um is very helpful because when you have someone Mm -hmm. following you while you're memorizing your lines you have that yes. that soundboard basically, so that you know you're yes. getting it right. Oh yeah, oh yes, yes. You know we um we read 
we're always reading it. I know when um, the well, the, the theatrical uh, casting directors were open. They're not. I'm not sure if they're open yet. We're still putting ourselves on tape, but um, I always read with Rome before I, I left the house. You know, like it's always good to like um, just to hear it out because you don't want to go into the room with the casting director um, cold. I mean, sometimes you 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 have to, but um, but I rather if you can if you have someone that you can just you know bounce things off of and vice versa. You know, it's it's the easiest. And more, it gives you more peace and less nerves mm. going in. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And now, yeah. all right, guys. Now yeah. here we go. So we're gonna talk about first of all, you have a production company, right? And yes. you guys produce films, right? Yes. And what the heck brought you to making a movie with a phone? Oh, where'd yes. that come from? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. We started um, our production is called Romo Productions, which is Rome and Monique Rome Romo mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> Productions, and um, we we did a project before Me versus Me. It, it was called The Undercovers, and uh, we both wrote The Undercovers. It's a um, it's a like a dark comedy uh, cop mm. show, <laughs> dark, dark comedy horror cop, cop show, <laughs> and. Uh, and um, we made a lot of mistakes with with that uh, production, um, with um, the budgeting and just it was a very big production. And I just learned a lot of lessons with it. And so the pandemic happened and uh, we weren't able to finish shooting that project. And so I was kind of bummed by that um, I, more than Rome. Rome, you know, he was fine. But I was a little <laughs> bit bummed by that because, I, you know, when you're. I'm more of the the stickler of the producer that wants everything, you know, across the T, dot the I type of producer. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, when you don't meet certain things, it's just like, ah, you know. And um, and so I, I just had to learn a lesson from that and how um, I budgeted, we budgeted, um, you know, that project and just casting so many people at the time. It was just a lot. And so during a pandemic, um, you know, when you're auditioning so much and I've been on so many shows and working, you know, behind the scenes and background dancer, just so many things. Um, I wanted, uh, this is how me versus me came about. I wanted something, you know, I just, I was like, honestly, in my prayer closet, just saying, I want something for me. I just want something for me. I just want to be able to, um, show my gift and my talent, you know, um, you know, versus being behind someone, you know, with a big right. name. And so I, I was just like, oh, I just want something for me. And, um, and just the, the, um, idea of just talking about what I've gone through in, you know, the fear of success. And, um, no one really talks about that. They talk about fear of failure, but the fear of success was something that came, you know, that I dealt with, um, coming up, even though I danced with so many people and, I uh, worked with so many on so many shows and films. I still had this comfortability of being behind the scene, behind people. You know, I had this thing of like, oh, I'm not the lead. I can't, you know, let them be the lead. I or forfeiting, you know, certain blessings that would come into my hands because I just wasn't. I was a little bit afraid to uh, stand out, you know, or just be in the forefront. And um, and so I was just really, really at this comfortable place. And I just wanted to talk about that in it. So that's what where the the concept of me versus me came about, where she's 
she's just making excuses. My character, Michelle Montgomery, is making excuses on, um, you know, going after the promotion because a promotion that she wants, that she really wants, but she's just, she doesn't think she's adequate, you know? And so, um, so um, I ended up writing that short and um, I let Rome, I told Rome, I was like, Rome, I wrote the short um, and I wrote it in a day. And then I just kept cleaning it up. Of course, we cleaned, I cleaned it up until, you know, we actually shot in. Even when you're shooting it, you, you're still cleaning yeah. it up. And I said, um, and I was like, Rome, I wrote this, this project, please read it. And he was just like, oh, this is great. You know, and I, and at the time I didn't have like who I wanted to cast or anything like that. I just had this script. And, um, and so I was like, I really want to make this. And, and at the time, you know, being the pandemic was happening, we couldn't, our finances, we just couldn't spend the way we spent for the last web series that we, you know, made a mistake in. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it's a learning lesson. I wouldn't say it's a mistake. It was not a mistake, right? <laughs> well, everything's connected, right? It's lessons. It's lessons. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so I just was like, oh, I would love to make this. Um, and I would just honestly, you know, I'm a very praying person. So I would just, you know, pray about it. Like, you know, God, I just want to make this like, uh, you know, bring someone that can some people that will, you know, be a, a blessing to to this project or, you know, because we I wasn't really seeing, you know, a lot of my friends at the time because of the pandemic. And so um, this was like in 2022. And um, out of nowhere, um, one of Rome's friends who um, does comedy, he's a, a stand-up comedian who, um, Rome had a show, um, tell him, uh, you know, your show, um, Good Times Comedy. He has a mm-hmm. show called Good Times Comedy. And Grant, who's a comedian, um, he's, uh, he also- I think I know that name, of- Grant. Yeah, Grant Carter. Yeah, Grant Carter. He's the director of Me Versus Me. And um, but he also helped us with our web series as well. And he knew like I love to play like uh, I, I love playing law enforcement or very authoritative, authoritative uh, characters. And so uh, he called me. He was like, hey, Mo, are you available? Um, I, I would love for you to be a part of my project. I want you to play a, um, a, a CEO. And I said, I was like, yeah, I would love to play it. I was like, yeah, let's go. And his was a comedy. And so when I, um, when he sent me the script, it was, it was tons of dialogue. And um, and he showed me a clip of what he already shot. And when I saw the the clip, it was shot with an iPhone. And I was like blown away. I When I say, Susie, I was so blown away by it because I was like, I spent all this money with this web series <laughs> getting <laughs> red cameras and all these things. That's saying that's a bad no. thing. But, you know, because, of course, we're going to still use, you know, cameras like that. But but I, I, I was just blown away by his project. And I said, wow, OK, yes, definitely. I would love to do your project. So I went to shoot his project. And after he said, Monique, um, if you have anything, I would love to shoot it for you. And I said, well, yeah, I have something called me versus, Look at <laughs> you that. know, I have this project. And um, he was like, send it to me. And I um, ended up sending him the script. And when I say I sent it, I sent, I text him the script, let's say is at five o'clock, right? He, he texted, he texted me back around five Oh five and was like, I just finished reading is It's wonderful. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and we decided to shoot. I said, I want it exactly how you shot your, um, your, your, uh, his was a pilot, um, a pilot project, pilot presentation. And I said, I want it shot. I want you to do exactly like you, you did that. And I want because I loved his his eye and he actually directed and shot his. So I wanted him to direct and shoot uh, shoot me versus me. And um, and he was like, OK, cool. And from there, um, you know, we just came Rome and I, we um, 
started to talk about the cast, you know, who we wanted to, you know, cast. Mm-hmm. And um, and I said, Rom, you would be perfect to play my um, <laughs> my villain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we, we, you know, it would be perfect to play the villain role because I needed someone who was just who could who could get at me, you yeah. know, who can really get under my skin, but also do it funny, <laughs> you know, and just really um, draw people. And I said, Rome is that person. He's that type of co- comic that um, is an improv, like you were talking about earlier. He improvs really well. And um, and and plus, Grant Carter is also a, a comedian. So I was like, oh, they're going to work really well together with, with our scene. And then um, Dee Dee her Didi Gloria we call her Gloria Didi uh she's um she was the one who's uh in the film she was on the um FaceTime with me and also she played my um Michelle my character's um double because oh. I had to I had to fight you know me versus me. I I wish we could show the uh, is your is your film gonna be out on well not yet we're gonna wait a, um till the end of the year okay. because uh, I submitted to um a few more yeah. festivals so uh, we we have to wait till I think probably the end of the well, year, we'll and then I'll, yeah, when when it comes out, you'll have to come back. Yes, yes, and um, so she she I've known uh, Gloria for about eighteen years because we also danced together oh. back back in the day, and so we've been friends, you know, since then, and um. She just dumped along. I asked her, I said, hey, are you available? Would you be able to do this? She said, yes, I would love to. And uh, so she jumped on. And then um, Fernando, who was um, he played Mr. Morris, my my boss, as well as um, the person I um, didn't, you know, the fight scene yeah. with. He's um, he's uh, also my ch- a trainer. He's my trainer. He trains me as well in martial arts. And so um, I asked him, I said, hey, I need I needed some I needed my boss to know martial arts. <laughs> so I asked him and he was like, I'm down. So he was down. And and then, um, you know, everyone else just came along with that. And um, had you worked with the you know, uh, the people involved before? Yeah. Well, as as art, as actors, no, I just took a chance. Nice. <laughs> we just took a chance on it. I um, I ended up. Uh, helping Gloria with her act with the acting, you know, so we we did a little um, coaching sessions. So I wasn't I, I, I you know, I, I had the time to do that. So um, so we did some coaching sessions and then I I didn't give uh, Fernando too much dialogue because um, he hasn't done acting. So um, so I worked with him as well. And then Grant, of course, worked with him as well. Let's give them all some- a shout out. You know, with yes, their last names I, and everything. All right. Yes, Ready? Uh, yes. Come on. Go yes. for it. I want to give a shout out to, of course, first and foremost, Grant Carter, our director, who's just so wonderful and um, and just had the, the, the vision and, and had the passion for this project. I want to shout out Fernando Bernal. He's our martial artist, Mr. Morris, uh, um, also the boss of me versus me. Um, I want to shout out Gloria Didi Allen, um, who also played my double in the film, but also my best friend, Angie, um, in the film. I also want to shout out, um, Nate Anderson, who was a PA on set. Um, Bethany Berno, who is Fernando's daughter, who also was a PA on set and Tamar Lewis, who is our editor. And, um, just, we all came together. Of course, Mr. Uh, 
Rome Gall, who played Glenn, <laughs> who played Glenn um, as well. And um, I just I just want to thank every single last one of them for just, you know, coming out during the pandemic and taking COVID tests before we shot and <laughs> and just bring yeah the whole process and just bringing um, their love for the oh. arts, but also the love for us, you know, for me and Rome, you know, I think, you know, it's how you treat people, be honest with you, it's how you really, um, your kindness and how you treat people, you, you, it'll be reciprocated back to you. And I, and that's how I feel about you, Susie. I think that you're the same way with how you, um, just brought who you, who you are to this festival and, and you just drew good people to you because of who you are, you know? And I think that that's what happened. I know that's what happened with um, me versus me with just everyone coming along, every person that I named and just giving their all and just saying, yeah, I got it. I got this. And, you know, yeah, Mo, let's do it. You know, and, and it was just, it was a blessing. It was a real blessing. Yeah, it's definitely, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's something about, uh, I've always said in working in films that you're building a family. You know, and sometimes you're working on the next film because you want to bring the family back together again. You know, Um, because I know uh, when I started working on on actual films was in in 2006. I was doing video production forever before that. And (laughs) and it was like (laughs) it was like, oh, my God, I love finally I get to work on films. And, you know, there was this whole thing around that time about networking, networking, networking. And I was like, that is so businessy, you know, it's so (laughs) it's like networking. It just sounds so weird. It's like, oh, we're all handing each other you know, not credit cards. I almost said credit cards, uh, business <laughs> cards. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. It's just networking. And then you put your business card somewhere and then you're just copying it down. And uh, I would email people before social media was really a thing because I yeah. didn't want anything mm-hmm. to do with Facebook until I started the the film festival. And yes. Uh, yes, I think that's all yeah. of us. <laughs> and I was doing this whole, you know, emailing and, you know, we would just keep these emails going back and forth. And uh, what what's the next project? How can we work together again? You know, and mm-hmm. you find some of the people that were working on some films, working on the next films. And then you meet yes. new people. And it's just such an amazing industry to work in, Monique. It's very yes, unique. Yes, it is. It is. It is. And. You know, I I always choose people who are, you know, they're just passionate and and um and you know, creative, you yeah. know, and you you can just feel it out. You just feel it out and and you create a community of of people who are just like-minded with you that really want to put something in the world, you know, put something out there to inspire others. And so um I know that's how, you know, my our team came together and um and definitely with, with the next project that um, I have, a, I have a couple that I'm one that's uh, a feature and then that I wrote and then also a, another short film that I actually want to shoot with a, a mobile. Um, that's where I want to talk about. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yes. This one is an actual action film. This is full on action. And um, and and of course, um, I wrote a, a role for myself and because that was also the initial reason why I'm starting to do filmmaking was because 
of um, being an actor. And this is for actors out there who aren't getting the opportunities. You've been in the industry for a long time or you haven't and you're you want to break in, but you're not getting the doors opening for you in the type of roles you really want to play. And so I, I started to just write lead roles for myself. And um, and then also um, also roles for people that I may know or, you know, my thing is I love casting people who are unknown that are great, you know, and, and just and getting and giving them some opportunities, some tape to be able to get more for themselves as well. So that's my passion as a filmmaker. You know, is to, I, I have to say you know, something about that because I just um, yeah. kind of woke up to that uh, a, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Uh and maybe that's also the result of the pandemic as well. But um, I noticed in a lot of um, streaming uh, shows mm. and movies, right? Yes. They're really good. And they would have never mm-hmm. seen the light of day had it not been for streaming because they can't go on. T- you know, not every film goes to the home box office. I remember years yes. ago, people would go, I did, did I miss this in the, in the, you know, on, in the theaters? It's like, no, it never, right. it never went there. It never got there. And right. I think it's open doors for really good stories to be told with film yes. because I'm, I'm, I'm preaching this a lot. You're talking about praying and I'm the preacher yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that you need great actors great if you're gonna tell really great stories those those then you have great characters in order to portray those characters right to to give you that story give power to that story then you need those great actors and a lot of actors that are in a lot of films streaming right now netflix and you name it right and these are memorable films that you just keep tossing around in your head and there are actors that you just don't you've never seen before you don't see yeah isn't that amazing there's a there's a show um that i'm watching right now i mean you may know maybe like one or two people in on this um but it's it's like it's it's so many actors in this show it's called from oh yes um i just started watching that i'm waiting for the next one (laughs) oh it's so good the season two has um have you you watched yes. season one? Well, yes. Okay. Season, I watched yeah. it in okay, like so three days. Season. I think I watched it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. It's so good. And every I don't know half those people in that on that show. And when I say such great acting, such great acting, it just brings you back. It brings it draws you back in. And the writing is amazing, you know. And I, you know, I'm always looking at the, you know, listening to the yeah. dialogue and things like that because I love writing. And it's, it just draws me back every week. I'm hungry to see yeah. from. <laughs> and um, and it's so wonderful to see fresh faces, new faces, you know, diversity. Um, it's just it's 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 really, really amazing to see that. And I, I definitely yeah, I can't wait till Sunday for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm so, like really loving that show. And it's funny that you yeah. brought it up because I was thinking about it's so intense and it's got mm-hmm. such a simple name. Yes. From, I mean, yes. like, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Because where where are they from? Where where is everyone from? But it's it, it is it's a very intense show, and everyone has to bring it on that show. Every single person, even the little yeah. boy. If if you watch the show, you'll know what we're talking about. But um, but everyone has to bring it. Every single person, and everyone does. 
on the show. The, the acting is really, really good. I love it. I really yeah, love that show. Yeah, you can tell when there's, um, there's chemistry. I've worked on some films where the chemistry between the actors is not so great. The chemistry, mm-hmm. yes. That you mean? I mean, that's why they do a test, a test run. But sometimes I, I don't know. Sometimes it can change when you get on set. Um, I know, I know for a fact. You know, I haven't gotten a series regular or like a major role yet. Uh, but um, you know, I know for me, for my experience, um, definitely just bringing your all, yeah. you know, when you get on it, you know, just doing your homework, being prepared. I, I, I did a, um, American horror story. I did an episode That's for American so horror cool. story. Yeah. I love that show. And when I went in for the audition, um, I, I just, I went deep into my homework and this was a time where, um, it was just a lot of protesting happening and I just was having some emotions about that. And that was what the, my character was about too. I do a lot of Active, activism roles as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a lot of activist roles as well. And um, and I was just like, you know, let me do some homework and how I really feel about what's going on now. And let me put this in this role. And I remember just, I was like, you know, at first, let me get this dialogue in, you know, where I don't even think about it when I say it. Like, I'm just, You're you know, feeling it. I'm yeah. feeling it. And let me get it to that point. And mind you, I only had like two days or maybe I had a weekend to really get myself prepared for this because it was like a a really long uh, monologue. And then I had like a few lines in between. And um, and then also I was holding I I was holding a phone, a smartphone, too, (laughs) while I was doing it. So I was on face. I was doing like a FaceTime type thing uh, where like a live and I'm talking into the phone and then I'm showing everyone with the phone. And and so I was just like, you know. For auditioning, I said, I have to be off book. I can't go in there, hold, I, you know, holding. I'm not saying that they're going to give me a phone, but what if they gave me this phone? You know, let me think ahead. And so I ended up doing my homework and really researching. I, I, I if I know words like w- with the dialogues, if I know the words, I still um, go into the dictionary and 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 learn the words all over again, because sometimes I feel when you. Um, look up the definition of certain words that you think you know, you'll get hints on what you can do. I do that when I'm writing know. sometimes too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Me too. Yeah. And and so um, I just over-prepared for it. When I got into the room with the casting director, um, he was like, lo and behold, he said, here, so here's the phone. And I was just like, oh, see, I knew it. I was like, listen, I knew I should have over-prepared for this because and so um, so he handed me this phone and mind you, I couldn't hold my script and the phone, especially what they wanted me to do, because I had to kind of move around and just do a lot. So I had to just put my my script down and just had this phone. And when I say I just I just was whatever I was dealing with, with the activism, with the things that was going on at the time, I just went in and I just gave my all. And after I was done, the casting director just it was silent in the room. First of all, it was just silent. And then he was just like. Thank you for preparing. That's what nice. he said to me. And then I walked out the room and then I booked a job. And and so preparation, just all of that is is so key. It's so yeah, key. Yeah, and you like yeah. you said, you give it your all. And you give it your and all. That's, uh, yeah. That's how you that's how you get there. That's how you bring yeah. the magic uh, you know, yes. onto the screen because, you know, in one way, I mean, so we're uh, kids, little kids right now, they're growing up through 
you know, the screen. I, I wrote something about um, the window, you know, the, the, the phone, right? It, it's not a TV, you know, yeah. it's, it's like mm -hmm. a window between you and yes. what's on the other side. But you get to, as a filmmaker, you get to create what's on the other side. Yes, and, yes. Um, mm -hmm. And you bring, you connect the perspective of what's on the other side of the screen, on the other side of the window, with your mm -hmm. perspective as you're creating it. It's kind of like yes. Inception 101. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. a really okay. neat thing. And I think, you know, people like you that get it, I think the, the next generation and the younger generations are going mm -hmm. to be able to connect with that even better, you know, in yes, many ways. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I recently took a, another, cause you know, you should always, I recommend always, um, building your, your craft and your, and just instrument, you know, oiling your instrument up all the time. Um, and I recently took a, um, a workshop. It was, a uh, for a month. It was every, it was like once a week we would meet for the month. And, um, it was called captivating, um, for, uh, captivating in a close up. Oh, yeah. And so, and, um, yeah. And it's for when you book those lead roles and, um, you know, in, on set, you know, on set where they'll, they'll shoot you, but it's not a close up yet. And so it's like, it's a full shot. And then when the close up comes, that's when you have to kind of tone it down. And so, so the class was all about that, where you're just, it's, everything should be in your eyes yeah. and, and limited movement, you know, and that's a craft. That's a craft and see, to learn. the kids and when, who grow up with cameras in their faces, they yeah. do this naturally subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, when we we worked on it, it was it was really in certain things. You know, of course, she she uh, her, uh, the, the teacher was named uh, Wendy Davis. And um, and if anyone wants to look her up, um, she's amazing. Wendy Davis. And she she challenged us, of course, because she would give us um, sides and we had to kind of like dissect the sides and really understand, you know, the material. Right. And, um, and also with that, we, you know, she would challenges us to do limited movement with our lips or, or to find our like nervous ticks. That's what she would call it. A nervous tick. So a nervous tick is like when you're saying your dialogue, if your eyebrows is moving a lot, right, right. you know, and then you, so you, you should know what, what your nervous tick is. So you can, um, cause a lot of times with, with TV, they don't really, it's not too much with TV, but, but, but yeah, but because a lot of TV is kind of like from it's shot cinematic, yeah. you know? So, um, with a lot of cinematic, uh, yeah, they don't zoom in. They, they literally bring yeah. the camera right to your face, <laughs> yes. to your nose, right to your yeah. nose. Yes. <laughs> to your nose. Yes. And there's and like so, three or four uh, people at least around that camera. Right. People don't yes. see that. And, and you know, that's like super hard. I mean, you have it's, to bring out your easy. character, your emotion, the moment mm -hmm. and connect all those three things together. And yep. meanwhile, you're looking and at people's faces right there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's it's so true. And so she challenged us with that. And she was saying, no, you're nervous tick. So she would call it out, you know, when we were doing it. And and then also, you know, with with films uh, for feature films there, it's it's all about that, especially when they're testing. It's all about that is being captivating in that. Club. What can you can you draw someone in with just your eyes? 
you that's know, the key. it's like with your headshot. That's the key because people are always, <laughs> you, you're, you're acting with your eyes, your emotions come through mm-hmm. your eyes. Um, yes. I know I blink a lot on video. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was, that was some people's uh, nervous yeah. tics as well. Mine was in my, my forehead. <laughs> she was like, you move your forehead. <laughs> Michael Caine, <laughs> you know, I'm, Michael Caine yeah. said that I oh, watched him in a, or listened to him in an interview one time. And he said he had to practice on the blinking in front mm. of the camera. So he forced himself yep. to not blink. Uh, he was very conscious about blinking in order to, you know, because he, he had, um, and, and actually I think almost everybody blinks. You can see it more on video, mm-hmm. people yes. blinking. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yes. Even if you know you're not being recorded. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But something about cinematic, it's like, they, it's a, they, they love that. They love, you know, just being able to control, have control, you know, um, I had to do that also for crim when I did criminal minds. Um, when I went in to read for that, the cast and director, I came in and I was, I was pretty calm and relaxed with my, my read, but she was like less, she was like, do less. So I did less. And when she said less, it, it didn't mean like drop my energy with my acting. It just meant you know, with my, what I was giving, you know, because she put me on tape and my expressions. And so, um, so I was like, okay. And I, I knew what she meant by it. And then she said, do it even more. And I was like, oh, you try, I'm not, okay. You want me to do nothing. Okay. (laughs) So, so I was just like, so, but I, I ended up doing it and it felt, it felt so uncomfortable, but it read, Mm -hmm. it read. And so, um, I got a call back and the call back, for this show, I swear the whole network was there. I walked into this room and it was filled with like 30 people. And so I walked in and I said, okay, let me focus. I just kind of like, you know, did a head nod (laughs) and then just went right to my chair and just had to ground myself. And that's another, you know, craft of learning too. It's like, you know, with your nervous tics, if you don't have that under control, you, you know, you can't, you'll be doing so much or you'll be shaking. And so um, I ended up just giving, taking her note and, and I did it and I, I walked right out. I didn't even look at anybody. I just walked right out and ended up getting that role as well. And when you get on set, you, it's, 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 you don't have to be as much, but you just have to know when to do it. I think, and you know and, this yeah. too, it's the difference between stage acting and in mm-hmm. front of the camera yes. is that, yes. is the expressions, yep. because you have to be able to feel somebody at the other end of the theater. Yep. Yes. So. Yep. It is. It's, it's, and with lighting, all, all that, it's, it's just, um, with theaters, it's pronouncing, it's, it's speaking. You had to speak to the back of the room, you know, and, um, and, you know, you move around and you're moving, you're moving on set. I remember from my training in the conservatory and then going on the set of the district, it was a little difficult for me because I didn't know how to find my light <laughs> on set. You know, and we didn't learn. It's like now now they have a lot of workshops for on camera. Um, But then it was just theater. And so um, I never I never had a workshop uh, like a on camera workshop in in the year 2000. (laughs) Not I don't know if anyone else did, but I know we all did theater. And so when I got on set, it was really hard for me to find my light. And they would be like, Monique, your light, Monique, your light, Monique. I was like, what do they mean? You got because it's studio. It's studio yes. sets, basically. It's, it's like, you know, yeah. 
I mean, it's one of the things that I love about going to Universal Studios is is mm-hmm. those those things when you get to go on the sets and see, you know, half half a house or something. Yeah, you know, half a room, <laughs> and then it goes into the other, and it's all it's all trickery, guys. Yes, know? yes. <laughs> so, um, what was it like for you to act in front? I mean, because you were, I mean, this was your film. Yes, you were the you were. This was the film that was in your heart, right? You yes. wrote it, mm-hmm. and you were playing yes. the protagonist in your film. Yes, and you're used to being in you know, in movies and on TV shows with, especially on TV shows with those cameras, right? Yes. Um, yes. And here you were uh, behind, but there's a, there's a level of confidence that you had to have. This is yours. This isn't, this wasn't mm-hmm. Grant's film that, I mean, he shot this, this film that he shot, he was shooting it as a, as a test to promote it, right? Yes. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like that. This was the real deal mm-hmm. for you. Yes, this was the real Ex- deal for just me. Just kind of yes. walk me, walk everyone through that a little bit. Uh, so with um, working with an iPhone, um, we worked with iPhone. And um, first being on set and the, the, the phone in your face, you don't, honestly, I didn't really even see it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, you know, um, well, at first, Grant had to, because I was kind of doing my producer, I was still in my producer head. And I told him, you know, as a director, please, like, get me out of that so I can stay focused as, as you know, the character. And so he would, he got me straight with that, which I loved. And so when I got into the character um, and just really got focused, I honestly, I didn't see the phone. It just felt, I felt like I was really straight on working with Rome, you know, um, with, with, you know, uh, in that scene, just me and him like theater, you know, like going back and forth. And, um, and also with, even with the, um, the, the dream scenes, honestly, it felt like a dance routine. You know, I didn't feel like the phone was there until he played, played things back. You know, or until he or, or when Grant asked me, hey, um, let's do this over. And he'll put the you know, he'll put it in my face and he'll like, OK, go. And and so I'll just go. But um, but I really wouldn't pay attention to it. You know, it didn't make me nervous at all. <laughs> um, and so that was like the process of that, of like uh, being able to. Uh, just be free with this character and move around. And really, I love that. I loved that whole process working with a um, smartphone. It just, it just felt really freeing. Do you think that's, that's one of the I reasons why you're going to make a feature film with this? Uh, yes. Oh, I, I want to shout out um, Levi, Allison and yes. Jamie. Cause, oh my gosh, for the, the mobile film international film festival, um, you know, we did the, um, the workshop, they did a workshop for us and I, I still was going back and forth you, you know, were taking notes and everything. I, I loved it. I was taking pictures, <laughs> notes. <laughs> I was hyped. I was really hyped and I couldn't wait. You know, I was like, Ron, we got to get there this time because I, I got to see, the, you know. They should have given um, you a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was taking pictures, yeah. notes. And because um, I wanted to just understand how their process was because the film was amazing. 
And and then on top of it, you had Jed Brophy. I was like, oh my gosh, because I, I, I even researched um, Blue Moon before I even, I think I even uh, maybe even submitted to the festival. Uh, I was researching just to see other, um, if it was possible <laughs> to do films with an iPhone. And um, I looked up uh, apple.com. They have like a film, they have a film festival and Blue Moon was up there on their um, website. And I said, let me watch this. And Jed Brophy, I saw, you know, he was in it. And and then you had him at your fest. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is I was I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be here. And so and then the same day, the workshop and Jed Brophy, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is and just, I have to I have to commend <laughs> Levi and and the team as well for that, because that yes. was a incredibly yes. well organized uh, workshop. Very it, thorough. Mean, it was very th- just like their yeah. film, you know, and, and some, I always look at the leader. The leader is the person who sets the tone. Yeah. Right. And 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 that's why paralysis is what it is. You know, that's why uh, the festival is what it is. You know, I always look at the leader because th- that's what you're going to get. And it was thorough. It was just, you know, cross the T the showing us everything. Some people don't want to give you their their goodies. And he did. Yeah. And, and that was amazing. And I was I'm, I'm forever like grateful for that, because now it makes me think about like uh, my other films and what I want. Do I want to how can I do this? And and even if I don't shoot it with a smartphone, not saying I won't. But, you know, it, it still give, gave me more, you know, tips on how to organize my I call it my um, my Bible, my production Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it taught me how to organize for a bigger production. Yeah. You know, and even oh my gosh, this was the this was the one that got me. And he said his budget, and I was just like, oh, that budget was was way less than what I spent for this web series that I told you I, I learned my lesson yeah. with. Um, and I was just like, you did a feature film with that, but oh my goodness, you know. And and I was just like, wow, that's it. It just blew my mind, and it opened my, it just inspired me and opened my mind up. And he built this whole community kind of around it because, yes, you yes. know, he did that that campaign, the funding mm-hmm. campaign. And then yeah. you could see some of the funders came to see and support him in yep. that film and see. And, and it's kind of the same thing. It's like when people come together, I mean, this community in mobile filmmaking, uh, you know, now now it's been put on. 12 years, but I started this in 2009, this community that has been building around this, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's because of the passion that people have for filmmaking, because if people aren't passionate about storytelling and filmmaking, Mm -hmm. why would they pick up their phone, right? Right. To do this instead of uh, the thing that, you know, people in this industry do especially indies, mm-hmm. right? Where they keep yes, saving for yes. the next camera. And as soon yeah. as they think they got it down, <laughs> a new one comes out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, know? it's true. And meanwhile, you're it's postponing true. your film until things are right. And you're yep. never diving in to make the, you know, the mistakes that you yeah. learn from. And, you know, that's what I was, that's actually what I was doing I, with me versus me. I was waiting for, to build my budget to get this, major camera, you know, to shoot this. And if Grant didn't contact me and say, Hey, do my project. Yeah. I shot it with an iPhone. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think I would have like thought about, you know, just 
And, and he just opened my mind to it. And when I saw his production, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And, um, and then, you know, we were like, let's, let's go. And so, um, he inspired it was you. Just amazing. It was just, yeah, he really did. He inspired me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I thank him a lot. And that's that's my <laughs> take from the the film festival experience for me, you know, as mm-hmm. the organizer, the founder, whatever, is that you know, I I never get to spend enough time with you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's about I love to surround myself with people who inspire each other. You yep. know, because that mm-hmm. is magical. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's what's, that's what life is about, right? <laughs> you know, it's about giving, it's about, you know, uh, inspiring and learning and, you know, missing it and making it, you know, and just, um, enjoying the process, you know, with this, with, with, with what you, your passion is. And, um, even in, in me starting as a dancer and coming up, that's how I ended up moving it forward for myself is just getting around like-minded people you know, who have the same type of heart. And sometimes you, you bump heads with certain, you know, but you know how to place yourself in those type of situations and say, okay, well, you're not for it, but let me go here, you know, and just, and learn from that. And, um, but just to be around like-minded, and I think that's what I loved about your festival was everyone had the same heart for their projects. And we just all enjoyed each other's projects. I mean, I enjoyed, oh my goodness, from the uh, day two, um, from the first feature film to, you know, all those, all this, the short films until uh, Paralysis at the end. And I mean, I was filled. I was full, you know, and and I was just, I really was watching just to learn and to ingest and, you know, and, and enjoy, you know, the process of everyone's um, hard work. Well, I appreciate you both coming yes. on to uh, Roma's. Roma's quiet. Like, I'm like, did you <laughs> fall asleep? <laughs> he's like, she. She's like, yeah, she made the film. <laughs> uh, no, you guys made a great team. Uh, yeah. Your entire, you know, you even had some family come out and support some family. Yeah. Yes, my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and his sister. She loved it. She enjoyed everything. Yes, it was just like <laughs> incredibly everything. awesome having you guys. And you, yeah. like I said, whether you make yeah. a movie or not, doesn't matter. Come, come back, have a good time, be a part of the, you know, this whole community is just really incredibly awesome. Yeah, I also wanted to say the um, the red carpet was so much fun. <laughs> I, I called it my. Int- my introduction to Comic Con, yes. you know, because I've never, I've never experienced the cosplay and just being on, on the red carpet. I, I, that was the first time, and I mean, you, you really gave. It just reminded me of like it's like a, a like a Comic Con yeah. session, you know. It's Nobody so does that, and uh, the no. cosplayers themselves, the <laughs> they were like, they were like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> because only a couple of them knew they had been there before. Uh, and the yeah. rest of them, but I felt like, you know, when I was getting everybody together, okay, this is how this works. I felt like I was in a corral. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, you all need to pick partners yeah. and, and have a go at it, but you all did yeah. great. And you see, that's another part that just yes. sort of gets everybody really, because everybody had so much fun. It was goofy. 
Yes. Yes. It <laughs> but it was also, it was yeah. So and it brings out, you know, like I always say, even the introverts come out, you know. Yes. So, it was like a party. Yeah. It felt like a party. Yeah. It's like the, the end of the festival party yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. It was really yeah, fun. Yeah. And I wanted to give you guys that because, you know, you could do a red carpet walk anywhere. Big deal. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> big deal. It is a big deal, <laughs> but, uh, but, like, but not like this. And, um, and I love to bring the, the San Diego cosplay theme to the, to the fest. You know, we have a category for cosplay. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Just okay. in case, you know, give, yeah. give you guys more candy to, <laughs> to play with. Uh, Monique, is there anything, that that we missed that you would like to uh mention and also make sure that you mention how people can support you and follow you um i think we spoke about pretty much everything but um uh you can find me on instagram at monique m-o-n-i-q-u-e-l-e-a-g-a-l-l monique leah gall um i am monique leah gall you can find me on um instagram and Facebook, uh, Monique Gall on Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's that's how you can locate me and um, look at all the things that I'm that are upcoming or uh, DM me if you have projects. So, and <laughs> if you want me to star in your film, uh, no. <laughs> what I'm going to do in the in the show notes, I'm also going to write an article. Um, yes. with you guys. Um, not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, you're like, wait, I, I got to write one too. <laughs> we got to write too, editorial. <laughs> um, but I'm going to do that, but you know, and share some photos with you guys, but also, um, in the show notes, I'm going to give, uh, links so that you can, you all can follow Monique and Rome and, yes. uh, give them some points some star points on IMDb um, yes. and uh, you can see some of their Thank other you. projects as well. Um, yes. I, I'm really pleased that you came on this. I, I feel like we all learned a lot and it was such a treat to oh, take you. this little it was so, it was. trip with you. Uh, yes. And, and I'm really looking forward to what comes next. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I am too. too. We are as well (laughs) for all of us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. One thing we always do in this show Mm -hmm. is it's not for me to say goodbye to our listeners. So say goodbye to our listeners, guys. Listeners, thank you so much for taking your time to uh, listen to us and um, have a good day. Adios. Adios.